919 Vice, Joe Ovias, Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holt. We're at Graffiti today. Uh, we're going to be talking to Raleigh Brewing and Trophy. They got a cool collab together for a note in the pocket. I know uh, Wayne uh, Graffiti is going to be part of this, right? Axe throwing is involved. Sure looks like it. Yeah. We've got a note in the pocket um, collection bin in here. So absolutely, we're going to be okay. part of this. Looking so forward. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, and after when, when we're done recording this uh, 919 Vice podcast, uh, I'm going to get into uh, one of my vices, which is uh, acquiring old sodas and drinking them. Crappy Coke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean. So, all right. So, with, with me and Julio in our YouTube channel, which we're trying to get uh, ramped up, you know, I, it's a tradition I'm going to carry over from the radio side of things where every time we get to 1,000 subscribers, so 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, I will do something dumb. And in this case, it's drinking an old... 1993 Welcome to the Carolinas Panthers commemorative soda, commemorative Coca-Cola, right? So I've done championship sodas. You know, I did the red soda, the blue soda, uh, Coca-Cola from 1983, all that stuff, right? This one I'm intrigued by, is it going to be, is it going to live up to like 2015 levels MVP, Cam Newton, or is it going to be more Jimmy Clausen? There are Ooh. bubbles in the bottle, though. There are bubbles in the bottle. My only ask, I'm going to put this on the uh, Ovius and Gilio YouTube channel in our shorts. My only question is, Wayne, which bourbon are you willing to part with to put in this soda? Well, so because of what the... What screams 1993 Carolina Panthers soda? Well, I just did a Google search, Joe, because... <laughs> You ask about this, and yeah. I want to see what was the bourbon of the year. In 93? <laughs> in 1993. Yeah. To see if, obviously, we would not have the 93 vintage here in the graffiti collection, but I'd be curious to see if, um, and it's weird because it just keeps coming up, Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace. Well, I guess it doesn't actually to, give guess, me a. I guess it has to be Buffalo Trace. It doesn't give me the bourbon of the year, but it. I mean, like everything is either Blanton's, Blanton's Red from 1993, Buffalo Trace from 1993. So um, we do have Buffalo Trace. So I think that's probably what you're gonna have to drink it with, Joe. All right. I think you got Buffalo Trace here, or no? We do absolutely. All right. Let's make quite it, a few uh, bottles of it. For you. What, what kind of place do you think this is? I don't know, man. Yeah, man. I mean, we don't carry 1993 sodas, but maybe you should. But we'll also have some Blantons here tomorrow and some, uh, what else did I say? Well, some E.H. Taylor. Some E.H. Taylor single barrel. Right. And so what have you guys been up to since we saw you last? I was going to say, you literally saw me yesterday. Uh, to the point where even Kelly's like, I thought you did the podcast already. Like, well, 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 first of all, Kelly. We're not going to make this a habit, though, right? No, 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 no. Okay, it's, it's just once a week. It's a once a week thing, and we'll release on Fridays and everything else. So. Unless you build the studio and... Adam's soon to be empty office. Uh, no, we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> we are not going to be doing that. Oh, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a space in downtown Raleigh relatively soon. That's another, that's another wow. story for another day. We'll see. We'll see. You're going, to, going into Kelly's law office? Is that what you got? got no, extra closet no. In the it's going to be, it's gonna be all the ad money I pull from you, Wayne, that's going to help that's what it's gonna be? our, uh, our wow. stuff. Now, like originally, I said, originally, I thought we were going to be able to go into Chateau uh, Holt. Oh, you mean the chicken coop? Yeah, but it looks like that's already occupied. I'm so. trying to give you a free spot at my office, but... But that's about all you're going to get from no, me. No, not getting that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to Adam's old spot. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what is what new has been going on since the last time we talked. 
Canes won. <laughs> the Canes did. No, they haven't played. They haven't played. They'll, they'll be playing tonight. Well, my Orioles won, though. Oh, well, that's, that's important. Yankees took, won. Took two of three versus Tampa. That's important. Volpe hit his first career grand slam. Okay. Yeah. So, some housekeeping. Uh, as we mentioned uh, yesterday, if you, if you missed that or you weren't interested in yesterday's episode because, hey, we didn't have a guest on, totally get that. Totally understandable. So, we have rebranded to 919 Vice. And while beer is obviously going to be a part of our podcast, like it always has been, we'll be opening things up a little bit more to distilleries, dispensaries, and other things. And the, the format's going to change a little bit. Since we're not having this thing on radio, uh, I can go back to my original goal of keeping this bad boy to about 30 minutes uh, that you can enjoy while listening to other podcasts. Although, we'll close on this before we say hello to our guests. I am discovering that there are sickos out there that listen to podcasts at 1.5x speed. Oh. I heard somebody told me they listen at 2x. That makes me really uncomfortable. Have you ever accidentally hit that? Yes. I've done it, and I love it, depending on who who it is, because some of them drag, Yeah, and you just got to get it up to pace. Oh, man, but it it drives me crazy. But I listen to podcasts when I'm walking, and I got a pretty good pace. Helps you walk faster. Well, I've already got a pace going, right? So, yeah. Stay in rhythm. Yeah, don't, don't drag me down. Yeah. Don't bring me down. Too funny. Too funny. So anyway, if you're, if you're the type of person that's listening to this podcast at 1.25, 1.52x, salute. Because uh, I do not sound like this. I don't know. I do not sound like a chipmunk. Just saying. Just saying. So I'm, I'm always fascinated when uh, collaborations occur. Like, uh, who's, who reached out to who? Who's making the beer? Who, who's, who wants to do a particular style? But it's even better when it's all coming together for a great cause, uh, which is what Trophy and Raleigh Brewing are doing for Note in the Pocket. We've got, to, to start this conversation, we've got Darren and Phil from Raleigh Brewing. we got John from Trophy. Welcome, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming through. Pleasure to be here. Thanks so, for having us. So who approached who first? Um, that would be Raleigh Brewing Company. Okay. Um, we were sitting in the office one day um, talking about, you know, April used to be the huge NC beer month um, and nothing really happens that way in, you know, the triangle anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, NC beer month was moved to October. Well, it's in October, correct. But, you know, to coincide with the fair. Of, of course, correct. And the NC Public House. And, <laughs> and, the, and the Canes going on a two-week road trip. Yes, That's right. no, no, no home games during no fair games. week. No home games. Look for, the, look for the shirt coming your way soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, Darren, go ahead. Yes, but for the people who remember, you know, 2016, 17 time frame in the beer scene, April NC Beer Month was huge. Yeah, there was yeah. events all over the place. You know, it was a huge week. You really had to, you know, have all your events scheduled like well in advance. Um, and that just doesn't happen anymore. Obvious reasons, pandemic, mm-hmm. things switch, all that. And we feel like that was something that's missing in the triangle beer scene. Um, so we were sitting in the office one day, uh, Kelly and I, and um, just kind of ch- chatting about it. And she found um, American Craft Beer Week um, in May. Probably the first advertisement I've seen for Ke- it. Kelly, Kelly, I know this is not your first time being on this podcast, even though Joe didn't introduce you. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It's well, fine. I was, okay. we were going to talk to Kelly separately, but that was my mistake, so my bad. Ke- oh. Anyway, oh. you know, oh. she was going to get around a second. Kelly's like Wayne. She's never seen a microphone she doesn't want. You're not wrong. But I'm the one that doesn't get one most of the time. But he has no problem grabbing I mean, it. I guess there's no, there's no issues. Give me a second. So, Kelly, you, Go ahead, you Kelly. come in here and... Oh, uh, no, I was going to say, yeah, so American Craft Beer Week is something that we also, like, haven't seen much hoopla for in a long time, and it popped up in Instagram, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's 
that's still very much a thing. Let's let's do something centered, you know, around that week. So yeah, I mean, that, the first that idea was really kind of it. So what yeah. what are you guys doing around like? You got there, so what's it going to be? What, what? Well, that's how it grew. <laughs> right. So Darren and I were talking, then Phil, and we were like, okay, let's let's do a collaboration. All right, well, who do we want to do a collaboration with? We were like, well, actually, these breweries all turn 10. We, we just turned 10. Uh, Trophy turned 10. Crank Arms <laughs> turns 10. 2023 is like a big 10 year for oh, wow. a lot of us in the area. And from there, we're like, okay, well, let's reach out and see if they're interested in doing something. They were like, you know, we should really have like a benefactor involved too, like Mm -hmm. some sort of nonprofit. Let's make it local. Um, And then, of course, we had a big meeting of the minds um, a couple weeks later, and uh, that's where everything got decided on. So that, it just was like, boop, boop, boop. It, it, what, snowballed? It ballooned, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it all came together pretty organic. I mean, everybody was on board mm-hmm. with that first email and mm-hmm. just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, as far as, you know, what we're doing throughout the week, too, to help promote it is we're doing taking every day of the week um, and having an event out in the market. So mm-hmm. it kind of included the whole triangle. Um, so Monday through Friday, um, we're all going to be out tapping the keg or clab beer at a different location and then have additional beers from Cr- uh, Crank Arm Trophy and Raleigh Brewing. Um, for those events. Okay. Um, so we're really trying to spread it out throughout the triangle. And hopefully the idea is this to happen year over year. And if other breweries want to join or, you know, kind of do their side thing and really just kind of grow the beer scene back in Raleigh like it used to be. Okay. I, I, I put a pin in that. I'm, I'm fascinated by the bring it back how it used to be. Because when you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, yeah, there used to be a heck of a lot more stuff. And the pandemic accelerates things, but it also could just be maturity. But I want to get back to that. But let's talk about the beer first. So, uh, A, what kind of beer is it? Um, where was it made? What's, what's, your, what's your thought with, uh, with the beer that you brewed for this, uh, for this event? Yeah, so Trophy had the pleasure of being able to sort of host this collaboration beer in mm-hmm. some of our tanks. Um, so we kind of went back to... Um, a style we know well, you know, session IPA, something low calorie, low ABV, and just making sure, you know, something for the summer months, we're keeping it really light and refreshing and making mm-hmm. sure that, you know, when somebody is having a sip of this kind of beer, that they don't have to then like rinse their mouth out with water afterward <laughs> to like actually feel refreshed. It's like you're actually getting that sort of, you're quenching your thirst yeah. with the beer, which is, I think, what everybody kind of strives for with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just something super approachable easy to drink you know crushable drinkable there's a thousand different ways to put it but it's beer that tastes good that people like to drink yeah that's great i'm always a fan of well this would not be beer flavored beer but yes i I do i do like beer that is something i can go back to in fact that's usually my mo at trophy the the first beer i always get a trophy is whatever not the quote-unquote lightest beer is but whatever the most beer flavored beer is yeah totally uh and then i'll have you know pizza whatever and then i'll finish that off with something less than the crew decides to make that's a little bit off the charts, as long as it's not a smoked beer. I know you all went through your smoked beer phaser for a bit. I tried them once. Everybody's like, eh. everybody's got to try one. The first sip is great. It's like, yes, absolutely. One of your smoked, one of your bartenders it. told me it tasted like hot dog water, and he loved it. 
<laughs> right? Different and strokes I said, for different folks. Please, I would not don't say ever no tell that. a customer that again. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. don't. It's like it tastes the, just like hot dog water. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind if we Ugh. sold. Did you, you see the guy make a straw out of a hot dog? Yeah, and straw. straw. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind introducing those around the brewery instead uh, of you know a well, hot dog I, flavored beer. I I try I tried that and making a straw out of a hot dog is not as easy as you would think. There's no, like that guy looked like he was really no he was a pro he was an absolute <laughs> pro and there's like hot dog integrity that you have to worry about because if you like snap the dog the beer will come out the side. Like, there's all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, Trophy's officially claiming dibs on the hot dog integrity hey, title for look, a beer. If you if you come up with a beer name called Hot Dog Integrity, I better show up and get that beer. That might sure. be the one. That might be the one time a smoked beer would be great it with a hot be. dog in it. Like, it, no, it might like, be. Like, go down to uh, the roast and get get George to get them black. Get it burnt. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. I know something there. Now we're talking. So, all right. So, what's the what's the availability of the beer as a collab? Obviously, it'll be available at Trophies. It'll be available at Raleigh Brewing. Is there going to be packaging for this? Uh, no, just, there okay. will not be. Okay. Um, so, the availability is going to be starting with the Monday through Friday. It's mm-hmm. only going to be available at that location throughout okay. the week. Um, the tap rooms, all three, will not actually tap it until Saturday. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So, you're making this beer for Note in the Pocket. Uh, so let's let's bring Sarah on from Note in the Pocket. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming in. This is always great. Now, uh, you know, people might have people might see Note in the Pocket out and about. Uh, and I think you guys, is it 10 years now? It's 10 years for us okay. as well. That's a lot, awesome. of, a lot of things turning 10 here. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Everything's turning 10. So, you know, I think most people associate Note in the Pocket with, clothing donations, but it, it's, it's beyond that. So what, what is the mission of what y'all do? Yeah. So it really goes, like you said, kind of beyond clothes. Mm-hmm. It's really about how we feel in clothes that fit us properly. Um, shoes that are the right size, a coat that keeps us warm in the winter and how that feeling of confidence can impact a student's success in the classroom. We were started by a kindergarten teacher that saw her students were coming to school without their basic needs being met. And they weren't mentally, physically, emotionally ready to be successful in the classroom. And she knew, you know, I can't fix everything, but I can make sure that every child has a coat before it gets too cold. Um, And we've grown uh, from that family ministry to now a triangle-wide serving agency. Last year, we provided clothing to over 8,500 individuals. And this year, our goal is to clothe 10,000 individuals in Wake and Durham. And we're able to do that with partners um, like this. And we're very excited to be with this collaboration. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Did you have a say in the beer? We did not. (laughs) No, but we're, um, we're excited to, you know, look to to next year and see how, how we can play a role in that. Okay. Okay. So at these events, you've got an event set up next week. Now we can talk to all of you. Um, You've got an event set up next week at each location. They're going to be, I guess, doing different things to raise funds and clothing. Or do you know? I know what we're doing here at Graffiti, and and I'm happy to talk about that. Sure. Um, If you'd like to go ahead. Yeah, but so we have a, what do we call that, Sarah? A box? Bin. Bin, collection bin. um, Set up at the door for people to bring in clothing uh on the day of the event which is going to be next thursday 
the 18th, uh, when we're tapping the beer, um, if you bring an article of clothing in, uh, new or gently used, yes, um, you get free axe lane, axe throwing for a half hour that night to come in, have fun, drink the beer, and toss some axes around. So that's that's what we are doing to encourage people to bring to bring some clothing in, and, and it's carry. I'm sure people have some extra clothes they can. They can stand apart ways with. Um, but I was just curious if you knew what anybody else is doing yet. So or ultimately what we have going on throughout the week, um, the big push has just been the focus on, of course, bringing out clothes, right? Um, so just to kind of give you the rundown of the week of events, Monday we're starting at the Players Retreat with the beer being called Plays Well With Others, Players Retreat. Sure. We're like, it just makes sense. Um, that is a night to where we're hoping and we're inviting like, you know, all of our industry friends, that kind of thing. Uh, there's no incentive necessarily, except just come hang out and uh, of course do something good. Um, and I think that's kind of the big push really for everybody is just do good. And um, so Monday night at PR, Tuesday we're gonna be um, in Durham at NAMU. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be at the Raleigh Beer Garden, and uh, Tim at the Beer Garden is doing a really big raffle okay. um, as an incentive for us. So for anybody who brings clothing, you get entered into a raffle for a gift card. It's also their trivia night, too, so we'll be out there. It's going to be out back. Fingers crossed, Wednesday's weather is beautiful. Um, because I know that that, you know, back area of the beer garden can yeah. hold a lot mm -hmm. of people, and we're going to be taking over the Airstream out there with all of our beers. Um, including the collaboration, of course. Sure. Thursday, of course, you guys are doing the axe throwing, um, and that's going to be super fun. I'm really excited for that. Wear closed-toed shoes, everyone. Ah, good call. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah closed-toed yeah. shoes. My, my Burks won't do it. So. No. Uh-uh. Thank you for saying that because would not have thought it. Those Burks don't do it anyway, Joe. <laughs> hey, man. Um, this is why he doesn't give you the oh, microphone. Man. Yeah, this is called, Dang, Wayne, this is called is... being 44 and unbothered. I think this is. So, it's <laughs> really what it's about, man. No, I actually like Burks. Yeah. But I'm comfortable. Backtrack. Couldn't, uh, couldn't pass the chance up to. That's fine. Talk about I, you your. Should uh, see me, you should see me in my wool sock version. Your uh, your crusty your crusty outfit. Yeah, I know. I'm very crusty. It's called. It's called. I just got done doing a podcast. It's not just over. Yeah, I don't do sweatpants. Yeah, I know. I mean, you That's can dress the way you want to now, right? You're self-employed. I mean, I, it's it was always radio. I could always kind of dress like I wanted to. So not that big of a deal. Um, but anyway, I want to see so, you go McAfee, full on McAfee tank top. It's uh, Monday if the Canes okay. wrap things up. I'll, I'll break McAfee out, Monday. Is what I'll, we're I'll break out my Whalers uh, tank top, so nice. we'll get we're good to go. All right, anyway, sorry Kelly, so we cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, so it's a last podcast, event, we get sidetracked. I, I, yep, <laughs> squirrel. Um, so Friday's event is going to be at the Franklin Motors Beer Garden um, in Chapel Hill. So we've got you know Wake County, um, Durham County, uh, all kind of represented. I guess is that part of Chapel Hill and Chatham County or is it Durham County or orange? Orange. orange? What are we in right now there? But either way, we've got the triangle represented and um, so trying to hit pockets everywhere to be able to uh, see what you did there. Exactly. There nice. Yep. To be able to benefit note in the pocket. And it should be said too that um, in agreement to having the events there, they will have bins all week long. Yes. Um, so yeah. you don't have yes. to donate just on the day that the sure. event goes. Yeah. So anybody who's going in those accounts throughout the entire week uh, can donate. Cool. Yeah, our bin is our bin is set up now and ready to accept clothes, but more than that, just to be a conversation piece to tell them what we're doing and and about the the nonprofit. So, Darren, I wanted to go back to what you said at the beginning of the conversation and how Kelly, you kind of noticed how oh that was something that we used to do and now it doesn't happen. Why do you, 
pandemic aside, which is the, the easy answer, I felt like maybe things were already trending in that direction. The pandemic obviously accelerates everything. So sure. why do you think that sort of has gone away? Think everybody's gotten too busy with their own thing that they've forgotten, or what do you think? A little bit, I think. Um, a big part of it, I do think, obviously, like you said, the pandemic kind of pushed things further. Um, a lot of breweries are getting, like I said, 10 years old for mm -hmm. us three. Um, and when you kind of get in that mode, you get a little bit bigger and you're starting to push distribution, you're starting to push other things that sometimes take precedent. Um, not to say, you know, we're all production breweries or anything like that, but sometimes, you know, things like that happen and you kind of, you know, forget that feel, what it was like to be two and three years old. Yep. Um, and really wanting to be more of like, you know, build that community was really important. Um, but now once you get to a size where you have to really focus on the business specifically, it's easy to get sidetracked. Yeah, makes um, sense. And I don't know if you guys have any, yeah. No, totally. Any I thoughts think, on that too? You, know, I, you know, I've only been with Trophy now um, seven months now. And, you know, in Raleigh. Okay, I'm you've spoken enough. Then. Exactly, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here oh, quietly. I'm sure, while, I'm sure they showed you the, the old pictures talk. of the old space from 10 years ago. And it was oh, just yeah. tiny and people were literally eating pizza in the parking. Yeah, it was yeah, in the exactly. closet and they were eating yeah, pizza yeah. in a parking uh, lot. A laundromat turned into yeah. a gas yeah. station, yep. turned into, you know, sure. until, you know, we're taking over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, you know, broom facility's taken over almost all of Maywood at this mm -hmm. point where we're just, you know, the way we are expanding. Um, yeah, you know, again, the pandemic has done a million different things to a million different people. And mm -hmm. it's hard to say what was underlying and what was because of the pandemic. But, um, yeah, I, I think the idea of being a little bit more self Maybe not self-interested, but mm -hmm. you know, as we get yeah, like ten years old, you start thinking about how are we going to grow our own brand, how we're going to distribute, how we're going to keep kind of yeah. hitting year after year growth kind of stuff, and it starts to um, maybe veer a little bit away from building up kind of community, mm -hmm. building up the areas around you, and starting to um, uh, hyper focus on yourselves. So sure. Kelly, you're you're out and about, so you see this. So like the maybe the lack of collaboration or whatever it is, or the, the interest changing. So what kind of, what is it like a, we should go back to that. That, that felt good to do that. Let's go do that again. Was that, is that what hit you? Was, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, and also too, I mean, it's kind of, you know, in a past life with another brewer I worked for, mm -hmm. you know, we, we, we didn't do a ton of collaborations and it was always, I think something that personally just interested in me. Like I was interested in that. And, uh, and at Raleigh, it was something that we've got the opportunity to do it. We've got yeah. the ability to do it. And so it's like, why not? You know, why not do stuff like that? You see other breweries um, in the area, smaller breweries collaborating together outside though of Raleigh. Mm -hmm. They're doing a lot of like Raleigh Charlotte collabs, Raleigh Wilmington, yeah. Wilmington, Wilmington, Charlotte, Charlotte. Um, you know, and even outside of the state too, there's collaborations happening left and right, but it's like, well, why don't we just get in the sandbox together and do some stuff yeah. too? So yeah. yeah. Yep. I think you bring up a good yep. point with that too, along with, you know, why that hasn't really happened as much lately either is in the last couple of years, a lot of other beers are coming into Raleigh, mm -hmm. you know, like the Charlotte, the Wilmington, um, Richmond area, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, Richmond so the especially. options are, you know, numerous now yeah. that people aren't really focusing on just, okay, who's producing beer in Raleigh? Yeah. It's like, who's the new one that just came in? Right. Mm -hmm. Who's infiltrating the market? Right. Um, so it's just the refocusing. Yeah, it, is, it has been interesting in that you have, um, it used to be, 
you clamored for another market spear just based on can I find it in the bottle shop? But now you're finding that the breweries from all over the state have decided, oh, Raleigh's an interesting market. Let's go ahead and open up a space. Yeah. And we've exactly. seen a couple of those open up in the last few years. And I guess that all kind of adds to it. Um, but they're not there, right? It's just a space for them to have their... Right. Sure. It's, like, it's, makes it's a tap room. It's just a tap room. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit different from what you guys are trying to do and collaborate with. So, okay. Well, yeah, I've, I've kind of noticed that too. And I've always, again, that, that happens with... Uh, the maturity in any market. And uh, to Darren's point, you start getting sidetracked by other things and you forget that startup mentality. And mm -hmm. it's fun to, uh, it's fun to get back to that. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, before we, uh, before we wrap things up, uh, anything else going on at Raleigh Brewing these days that people should be aware of? We're, you know, nonstop events, XYZ, new beers. What do we got? Absolutely nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Of we course. have no. Come on down and drink no. our beer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually have uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Things that we are really excited about as a team. Um, we actually, uh, I don't know, we, we got the chance to sit down with production and come up with a schedule for the rest of 2023. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're putting out some really fun limited release items as the year goes on. So that's something that we're really excited about. Uh, as far as like events at the brewery itself, um, we have a really big pride event coming up on mm -hmm. June 4th, Saturday, June 4th. Um, so that's something that we're all looking forward to. And then of course, you know, we have our Oktoberfest, we have our holiday bash. Like those are all things that we do later in the year. Yeah. Um, but those are kind of our, our biggies, I'd say, at the okay. brewery, aside from our anniversary. And um, But really, I think what, you know, we're trying to, you know, of course, have our focuses with our core items, hell yes, ma'am, first squeeze, you know, we know those, we love those, um, but they enable us to do the fun stuff too. Yeah. So, um, and we have an IPA variety pack coming out. I always feel like I'm like, but wait, there's more. There's but always wait, more. There's, there's more. Something yeah. you're gonna like, forget. It's true. Yeah. Like we're, we're really pushing the needle on some stuff and it's, it's pretty exciting um, at this age to, you know, be doing these things and, and really getting creative with it and getting back kind of cool. to that too. Yeah. And, and speak to the IPA variety pack really quick. Um, that'll be available May 22nd. All right. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> That's what this podcast we'll go is find for. It out four days market. after our event at, at Graffiti. It's a, uh, it's a really exciting thing for us. It's a far departure from our uh, typical designs right now. Um, we worked with uh, Creature Theory out of Wilmington, a uh, design company, um, to really do something different and kind of push the limit of what we are used to and what kind of people know of Raleigh Brewing from that standpoint. Um, so we're really excited to get market feedback and really kind of see that on shelves. What size is the variety pack? Uh, it's a 12 ounce pack. Uh, it'll be three different styles, four beers piece. 12 ounce, 12 pack? 12 ounce, correct. Okay, cool. Cool. And John over at Trophy, what do you guys got? Uh, yeah, we've got my fest coming up this week. We'll have uh, I think uh, uh, Capital Club will be out there cooking up sausages oh, nice. for us. We're releasing that's cool three or four different German styles. I know we got a Maybach, a Hef, uh, I think uh, either a Berliner or a Radler coming out. So it's going to be a little, you know, I have no German roots, so I'm assuming it's just Oktoberfest, but in the summer. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. I think my means May, so you can start with that. Yeah, das ist gut. Yeah, okay. Yes. Were, you here, were you here for Oktoberfest, though, a trophy? Um, I Here, but not, yeah, not technically an employee yet. Oh, ah, okay. So, okay. yeah. 
Nine. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Adam. Nine. I got that. Uh, but no, and then, um, you know, relating into uh, Pride Month, um, we got the Run for Love. Well, yeah, with Ronology. Uh, June right. 3rd, and that's um, also when we release. Which reminds me, I have to sign up for that because now that I have time, I can try to run again and get there rid of go. some of this dad bod, so we'll see how that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Running your Burks. <laughs> uh, there you so have they're it. made for. Tea, uh, no, Chacos. That's <laughs> oh, what that makes more sense. To keep them strapped. Um, but yeah, that's also when we release um, Trophy Partner. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, used to just be that kind of June exclusive kind of beer, but, um, you know, we found West Coast is just probably the, the next big kind of beer in the market where... Yeah, no, yeah. I'm for you know, that. Yeah, things are going full circle where, you know, it all started with West Coast old school IPAs. Yep. Then we got into New England and then messed around with lactose for whatever reason. And then <laughs> fruit. Shout and out to Brute. Yeah. Ah, yes. And then it's Never all. forget Brute pour, IPAs. Pour one out for Brute IPAs. Love Brute IPAs. Happy with <laughs> it. Yeah. I They're nice. Enjoyed. I miss They're them. fine. <laughs> Bring back Brute. And then, yeah, we went full circle. We're back into, you know, everybody loves the nice kind of clear West Coast style. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, beyond just what, you know, trophy partner proceeds mm-hmm. go back to, uh, I think, the LGBTQ Center of Raleigh and yeah. Raleigh Pride. And mm-hmm. see, so, you know, it's a uh, really good beer. It's a really good cause. It's every time we release it now, we're releasing it, I think, six times this year. Where Great. previous years, it was a one-time kind of a thing. So, you know, the market's looking forward to it. And we love that kind of, you know, June presence. Very cool. And Sarah, for a note in the pocket, if people wanted to get involved beyond this event, how can they, how can they do that? Yeah. So visit us online, noteinthepocket.org. Um, check us out on social media. We rely on the support of the community mm-hmm. to carry out our mission. Uh, so we couldn't do that without clothing donations, financial donations, and volunteer support. Last year we had over like 5,000 volunteers. Uh, so we invite awesome. you to come out. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, volunteer with us, come see our programs, and we're excited. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for Thanks for coming in. Thanks for catching us up with everything and uh, best of luck on the event. And hopefully everybody enjoys the beer and you can get more volunteers and, and more clothes, uh, which is uh, which is the point here. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of, I'm about to get used to the new name, 919 Vice. Nice. 919 Vice. Uh, we will see you all next good, week. Good guys, harmless habits. We will see you all next week. <laughs> Cheers.